pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Folks, welcome to Dungeons and Randomness. Since 2012, myself and an amazing cast of 18 have been telling stories in our homebrew world of Theria. Four different groups explore lost ruins, run for political office, rage against a mad king, set sail to long forgotten islands, and so much more. Every group has a different story and flavor, and every season or arc has a new set of groups and stories all building the history of our world with every single session. Literally hundreds of hours of stories are waiting for you as part of the Pickaxe Network. Check out Dungeons & Randomness wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you around the table. Hello everyone, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois, run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes, with me, Tom, playing Kelek Adkalar, the cleric wizard. I am Chris Trott, I am playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elanastio, and I am a high elf sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a guardian paladin. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a wild elf barbarian. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an air ganassi, and she is a hexblade warlock. Thanks to our regular sponsor, D&D Beyond, the official Dungeons & Dragons toolset. Create your free account and speed up your campaigns today. Hello, and welcome back to Erois. Our party are currently traveling through astral space, trying to return to their home plane of Erois. They have escaped a planet of angels controlled by their enemy, Callus Starbane, met with a rebel cell of celestials, and made friends with a Medusa ship captain who has agreed to transport them for a fee. Aboard Thalia's ship, the party have made plans to infiltrate one of Callus's warships, but they must first obtain schematics the ship's layout and design. Captain Thalia has told them about a criminal contact she has, an ultraloth named Zax Ravas, who owes her a favor. While traveling through the Styx, a demi-plane that allows for faster travel between the different worlds, the ship and party come under attack by an illithid nautiloid, a psychic spelljammer ship that attempted to capture them. Fending off a boarding party, psychic attacks, and escaping the Nautiloid's grasping tentacles, they escape. Sadly, Thalia loses a member of her crew, the scholarly navigator imp, Bim. And that is where we pick up today's episode. Um, we're going to do a little bit of, not necessarily, uh, we're going to do a little bit of time skip slash montaging, um, because there are several days still to go on the journey. You have 11 days before you arrive in Erois, and there's a few things you want to kind of do on the route. So my question is going to be, and we can take turns, or if anybody has anything in particular they want to do or say, um, is really just how do your characters fill the time? Uh, the ship is kind of limited in space, so there's not really a lot of places to do, you know, any 
you know big projects or really have much time alone you're kind of uh, condensed into a couple of living quarters and then the main lounge for most of the time um the only real kind of schedule there is is food uh, apart from that you just have hours and hours of not really doing that much um and then we'll talk about some of the stuff that the npcs are doing but generally yeah you guys have got like a couple of days so now is if there's anything you guys want to talk about if there's npcs you want to talk to if you guys want to have make plans amongst yourselves now is the time to do it or we can just skip ahead and and pass over stuff yes chris drop lucius uh immediately as in like i imagine it won't take days to do this but we'll check in yeah. on um harpy lady Kyrie, and try and make try and make waves with her because i felt like the turret incident was pretty awkward and there's a lot of attention on her and Lucius will try and make amends uh, and just take some time to kind of gain a rapport with her I think okay okay alright what about anybody else and then we'll I'll jump around and do like RP bits like when I've got a vague idea of what everyone wants to do because there might be ways that um, stuff syncs up and things like that so just in terms of time is this enough for me to get the Eye of the Storm back as well I mean well how many days until it refreshes um you know, some. You gotta be tracking. I think I, I think I got it back on like the first day of the holiday, right? And that was like a couple of days of the of Hadar, and then a day in thingy, and then X amount of days traveling. Um, well, right now, there will be three days um, before anything happens. So, so it's not been a full week, I don't think. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Well, okay. this well tomorrow is there's three days, so. You know, you've got three days. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Tomorrow at the end of the montage. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Anything else? Um, can I see if someone can help to put the upgrade onto the Howling Tempest? You will not be able to do that on the ship, sadly, just because the ship doesn't have like facilities for like, in, like forging and making materials and stuff like that. You have. Uh, I thought. I thought Nova. I thought that Nova and Quill could do it, or Lucius, you said. The I guys, the guys can do Yeah, the thing is, is the guys can do it, but you need somewhere like a forge, like a blacksmith's forge, okay. or somewhere where you can actually... You like, failed to tell me that, like that part of it, Marku. That's fine. I think I did say that it would. all of the upgrades would need some sort of way to actually be applied. Like, the guys can do it, but you need tools. You need things like... You know, yeah, blacksmithing tools, inscribing tools, like any kind of major city will have this, but yeah. Or maybe you can find somewhere that will have like something similar, but the ship is very small and doesn't have the facilities to do that, unfortunately. Fine. Uh, I don't have anything else. Then. Okay. Anything for I think Sentry would just um, go around repairing the ship, trying to help out Thalia mm-hmm. wherever she can. Okay. So just like doing physical work around the ship and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Nova? Uh, so I'm guessing I've probably left uh, most of the bits to Project Flock together back on Aroes. Like, I, I feel like... I think they were on the airship, the kind of, weren't they? Yeah, final bits made the at the... Um, uh, Serenzia or whatever. The, our fun, super fun island time. Oh boy. Um, so yeah. Yeah, so you, well, I, I you guess had it I done back really... in the port. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I can't really. I mean, I can summon an air, 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 air elemental if we want to smack the crap out of that. 
Um, but do you I feel want to like do that maybe, on the ship? I feel like close quarters on a ship is perhaps not the safest place to do that. Um, in which case, um, I think Nova would, with Captain Thalia's permission, try and read um, as much as she can. Like if Bim has any notes, I don't know if Bim has any notes mm-hmm. or data slabs or anything. I think she would mm-hmm. try and just inhale as much knowledge as she can about the ship about navigation about like you know i think she would definitely be looking towards like trying to find out more about ganas um Mm -hmm. about her home world um and then also i guess yeah just trying to yeah just uh pick up maybe where bim left off sure sure um okay so going back around and starting with lucius yeah lucius uh on the first day it doesn't take you much uh you know it's a small ship uh Kyrie is she is a harpy so she has feathered wings she has big taloned feet um her hands are more claw like they're humanoid but they're long elongated with sharp claws but the rest of her is not too dissimilar to a young sort of maybe in her like very late uh sorry a very early 20s um young woman and you there is a moment where for the first couple of times you try and approach her, every time you try and get nearer, she immediately changes direction and like tries to walk away. Or like anytime anybody kind of gets nearer, she like runs back up into her little turret nest um, and doesn't appear. But if you keep persisting, if you keep trying to kind of you know say hello and things like that, eventually she manages to kind of get a few words out here and there where she'll just be like, "Hello, yeah, I'm I'm fine. Thanks, thanks for chatting. I've got to go." And then she'll run off. And then the next time. You know, you kind of speak to her. She'll just be like, uh, yeah, hi, hi. Is, is there something I can, I can help you with? Is there anything you need? Um, I shouldn't really, I don't really know anything. Uh... Oh, I don't believe that. I'm sure you know plenty that we don't know. We're from a planet where we've never left and done space travel. So oh, what is there out here? You know what you do in space? Um, well, I, I kind of just thought, yeah... I kind of joined Thalia and she needed a gunner, so and I'm kind of a good aim, so uh, sometimes I, I shoot stuff. And uh, how do you know you're um, a good aim? What did you do training? Did you go to an academy or something? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I it's just she just just well. I just I, I, I she maybe like target some rocks once and then I shot them and I hit them and she said I was a good shot. I, 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 look, and she kind of like covers her face and you can see that it's kind of a habit of hers that. When she kind of goes bright red, she completely covers her face with her giant claws, um, and then she kind of like like takes one weight one down. She's like, "Look, you're very nice. Uh, I, if you couldn't tell, I, I I really struggle talking to people because I, I get very very anxious when people are looking at me, and I I come from a world where they they don't really know much about any of this stuff. My my people, the harpies, we we're kind of just like we're not very educated so i i don't know how any of this stuff works thalia found me i had i I had run away from my family and i was lost and people were being quite horrible to me and she found me and she brought me in and she's been trying to teach me this stuff but i i i don't get it i don't understand any of it i just know that when i push the buttons it makes the magic fire out and I've slowly been figuring out how to do that. 
I sing sometimes. You sing? Wonderful. Not with anybody. Nobody's allowed to listen. It's only when everyone's asleep. Right. Well, uh, I'll be sure to plug my ears if you do try singing. That's probably a good idea. You're very nice, Mr. Lucius. Just this is hard okay uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna I, go I, I'm don't sh- worry I understand don't worry don't, just just quickly don't forget that uh-huh. oh, we absolutely know nothing about spaceships as well we know literally zero That's good. so we've okay. got that in common at least and uh, yeah. although I'm from a very uh, wealthy manor house I learnt barely nothing so even though I was given <laughs> everything uh, I literally know very little about the situation I'm in right now and I'm sure the others of our party, they're all very nice too. Uh, maybe maybe someday you can join us uh, for a communal meal or something. Yes. And we could all get to know each other a little better. We're all stuck in this this vessel. You tell, them, very you tell them not to look at me, though, to start with. Just, like, just don't look at pay you. attention to me. And I, I look around. <laughs> yeah. She kind of, like, there's, like, a little laugh, like a proper sort of, like, <laughs> yeah, that's actually really nice. Thanks. Um, Okay. Anyway, I'm keeping then, you. You you go off and do your okay, thing. Okay, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, she goes back up into a turret, and then I think probably at some point, Lucius, something is slid under the door, like later the, on the first night after you talk to her. Something is slid under the door, and, and it looks like a little... No, it's like a little metal disc. Axel file. Um, it's a little <laughs> metal disc with a piece of paper that says, play this. Uh, and then it just has a K, like a really, and it's the writing Aww. is it's clearly somebody that doesn't know how to write very well because it looks like it's been written very crudely. Um, but it's just like a little disc, uh, and it just says "play this." Um, very sweet. I'll inform the party via messengering about my progress mm-hmm. with her and how everyone mm-hmm. should currently approach her based on what I've managed to achieve and that we shouldn't maintain eye contact, that sort of thing. And I'm encouraging her to come to dinner with us, you know, that sort of stuff. Okay. I'm sure other people will um, try as well. Do you play the little disc? Like you, you, you can find like there's a system on the ship where you can put it in. Yeah. It's, um, um, yeah. When no one's around, it's a, it's a Shansara, uh, music like song like it has like a little illusory shansara and it's a really poppy preppy upbeat song <laughs> like a little k-pop song um i'm gonna start learning it <laughs> right okay yeah it's like, uh, and yeah it's really very thing, but here we go <laughs> yeah it's very there's lots of dancing involved there's lots of like illusory dancing and special effects and things um but yeah you I'll get try the, do you like, learn the dance that... moves I'll, do you I'll learn the dance moves? Big... yeah sure okay Right. So on his own in the in your bedroom when no one else is around, Lucius learns the astral pop star dance. Oh, <laughs> this song. Perfect. Yeah, it's very Macarena. Amazing. Um, okay, <laughs> perfect. Uh Sentry, you wanted to kind of just help things around. So Nova as well, I'm assuming at parts you are just generally helping repair the ship and stuff as well. Mm. Um yeah. yeah. So the two between the two of you, by the way. Any remaining systems that weren't fixed are fixed, and the hull is repaired by 100 hit points. So over, like, three days, you guys are going to manage to repair about 100 hit points of hull. Um, A lot of it involves... When Thalia learns that Sentry doesn't need to breathe, there's a lot of discussion of, well, perhaps Sentry could just go outside and patch some of the holes and things like that. 
Uh, yeah, uh, but it's kind of quickly abandoned by the fact that she would probably still freeze to death if out there for any lengthy period of time. Um, but yeah, you, you guys spend some time fixing things. The one thing, Sentry, make a make a perception check for me. Dorky. That's a 14 total. 14. You, at some point, perhaps late at night when the others are resting um, and you are, you know, got some, you know, you don't need to rest as much as the other characters. Um, you head towards near the cockpit where you can hear, you hear this very slurred, drunken voice um, from the cockpit. Uh, that is Captain Thali. You can recognize her signature kind of voice with the, the hissing S's and things like that. And you just kind of hear this kind of drunken rant of like, just my fucking life. Does the multiverse just want me to keep on suffering or something? Was I really this bad to deserve all of this? Fuck. And you hear like a big slamming on the counter and like a smashing of bottle. And then it very quickly turns into like a quiet sobbing coming from inside. Um, you can just hear these kind of choked back tears and this kind of labored breathing and and seething like you can hear the sounds of somebody just kind of quietly mad at themselves whilst they're struggling not to cry um does sentry do anything or do you just leave it for now um i think she'd probably try and quietly sort of like <laughs> to peek around and just see if like she's okay um, yeah uh, are you trying to be unnoticed, or do you care if you are noticed? I think she'd try and like pretend like she's doing you know something I'm else. Ask. Like maybe she's pretending oh, right, to like okay. sweep the floor or something, and just but okay. like yeah, <laughs> keeping a close. Yeah, so you're like trying to pick up things or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. you you do that, and and at first you're kind of unnoticed, um, and you can see that yeah, Thalia is there's a few empty bottles, uh, glass kind of like long thin bottles that are scattered around her chair. She currently has her boots up on the, the cockpit and she's just leaning back with her hands over her face and you can just hear these kind of like restrained sobs. Um, and then she kind of seems to like like sniff, kind of pull herself out of it, sit back up and uh, she seems to notice you're there. You're not very good at keeping quiet, Miss Sentry. I hope you're not spying on me. Oh, no, no. I was just sweeping up a little bit of um, astral dust. Is that what you'd call it? <laughs> astral dust? Mm, astral dust. Sure. Whatever Whatever you say. I, I, Do you I, think I'm a bad okay? person, Miss Sentry? No, of course not. Not at all. I was, I've actually come to really admire you in the short time we've known each other. You don't know if you You're would say that if you knew me before. That's very kind of you to say now. <sighs> We're all a ragtag bunch of misfits. I think no matter what mm -hmm. we do in our past, mm -hmm. it's what we do now that makes the difference, right? It's what makes us good people. You have a very good heart to you. You shouldn't stay out here in astral space. It's not meant for people like you. Too many people out here just care about themselves. Care more about what happened in the past than they do care about what happens in the future. I used to be someone once. 
I was a princess of planets. It was all taken away, oh. quite rightly in some ways, and yet so unbelievably unfair in others. All I've got left what? is this ship. You're doing a, you've done a very good job of it so far, I think. <laughs> You're uh, <laughs> extremely capable. Capable, yes, but going around stealing and smuggling. It's hardly the life I imagined for myself. But I suppose I'm free. I suppose I can help out a few people where I can. And she looks in the direction of the turret where Kyrie's sleeping and Big Cat. You're very kind. Hmm? Well, I, I used to know a princess, so I guess you're the second one on my list. It's an honor to <laughs> meet another princess. It was a very, it was a very, very, very long time ago, and well, it's certainly any right I had to such a title has long since passed. But that's very sweet. I imagine what I'm going to guess you were a bodyguard. Oh, pretty much. Au pair you seem of sorts. Hmm. Was she quite young? I take it. This princess of yours. She was fifteen when we last spoke. Ah, well, I'm sure that you must have helped her grow into quite a, quite a little character. Well, she really was. She was. She was cheeky, but. She had she had a good soul. She was strong like her mother. Fiercely independent. <laughs> Aren't we all at that age? I certainly was. You say was, so I won't trouble you with the difficult memories of asking what happened. But I think that your friends are very lucky to have you around. It's I'm lucky to have them. I've not you know, we've heard stories, legends about guardians. You're the first one I've met. It's quite an honor in a way. My family knew of the old legends from the time before. Hmm. Well, it's good to, good to meet you as well. You're the first Medusa I've met. I've met a lot of <laughs> oh. very unique and interesting people since I've met my party of friends. She seems to get a little bit more saddened when you kind of point out the Medusa thing. Um, and she, but she doesn't seem to take offense. It's more that it obviously brings up a sad memory. I hope that you don't meet any other Medusa. We're not meant to be nice. It's a punishment. It's a curse. And many don't take to it as well as I have. Luckily, I've got this, and she holds up a bottle of some sort of clear liquid. This helps keep me a little bit sane. And she takes a big glug of it. Anyway, go. Go back to your friends. Keep sweeping for astral dust, if you must. I think I should probably well, I can... get some sleep myself. Well, do you want me to sit out here for a little bit and keep an eye on things? Would you like a, a hot drink? Hot chocolate or something? <laughs> Sure. Why not? We have to live a little sometimes. Sounds good. Live a little and have hot chocolate. Yeah. And um, by the time you come back from making it, she's fallen asleep. 
Uh, you can just see like the bottle sort of like drooping out of her hand and just a soft snoring as you come back uh, where she's passed out. Uh, can I carry her to her bed and just put tuck her up in bed and then keep her Yeah, she's the... passed out enough that she doesn't notice. Uh, when you take her... In fact, actually, I hadn't thought about this. I wrote information about her room a while ago. When you take her to her quarters, it's the first time any of you have been in them, and... Uh, it opens up into what the room almost looks like nobody's slept in it in it for a while or used it for a while um the only thing that you really notice is that there is a crate of bottles sim similar thin uh glass bottles of unopened alcohol uh in one corner there's a small shelf which has a series of books like little fiction books um that all have uh they all have titles like uh, "Hard Night" and uh, "By the in the Dead of Night" and things like that. Um, they all have quite like gaudy colors and bright like fonts and titles on the spines. Um, and you also notice that there's a little kind of half pulled out from under her bunk, little trunk, um, and inside you can see what appears to be a piece of green fabric. Um, very beautifully made with very delicate uh, leaf designs and elven almost in make um, some sort of like piece of clothing that's been stored and it looks like it's recently been pulled out and opened um, but you kind of lay her on the bed and she just is like mm, and kind of drunk and mutters to herself but doesn't seem to stir or wake up or anything like that and there's nothing else really in the room okay I'll just still quietly just say I'm sorry about Bim I'll I'll do better next time. And then just close the door. Oh, yeah, and just leave it to it. Nice. Cool. Uh, Nova, uh, it doesn't take much. And yeah, Thalia, there's almost an element of... Um, there's an element of coldness in the way that sh this happens where you ask for permission to go through Bim's notes and she just plucks the little crystal slab that he used and just seems to like kind of give it to you without looking at it she just it's like yeah sure take it do what you want with it I can't make heads or tails of his system so uh, but there's yeah make an insight check for me actually as Nova insight oh minus one cool <laughs> <laughs> Nova's not the best at reading people I uh, rolled zero. a natural one Mark so that'll yeah, be a man. zero yeah I guess, like, I guess it's up to you how Nova feels about this, but Thalia is super disrespectful. Like, it's just she just tosses you this data pad, and it's just like, yeah, knock yourself out, uh, and just doesn't seem to care. Like, doesn't seem to show any sort of care about Bim or anything else. Uh, quite rude. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, you um, if you analyze the notes, uh, Bim, the little imp, uh, for all of his. Yeah, strangeness kept very detailed scholarly notes about places that he had been, that he'd visited. Uh, he was quite the little, uh, yeah, like a little scholar, really, like a little planar yeah. scholar. And uh, he has detailed notes of different planets. He has the maps, the navigational maps. Uh, he has an extensive collection of notes which relate to Erois, uh, which is known as the Lost Planet. Um, and it's basically a collection of stories, a collection of uh, what appear to be recovered data files of ships that tried to find it. 
Um, and he's slowly... And it looks like he's been working on this for maybe decades, maybe centuries. Oh, man. Where he's just been piecing together little pieces of information about how to find it. And it was like his little his little mystery that he was trying to solve, yeah. right? Like his little, I'm going to do it. I'm going to find the, the, the magic planet that everybody says doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> and there's probably, yeah, there's that little... There's that little pang of sadness as you realize, like, oh, you yeah. would have, you would have been so excited, uh, but he's yeah. dead now. So, no. yeah, uh, Tom had a little fight, but sure. Thrown out. <laughs> oh, I didn't. He didn't prepare it because oh, Will didn't. doesn't right. want to use necromancy spells, okay. which apparently it's Fair not enough. anyway. It's not even a necromancy spell. Um, ah well. <laughs> ah well. Oh. Uh, dead now. Yeah. Um, in terms of Genas, it's not. Bim doesn't have the most detailed notes on it because it's not doesn't seem to be a planet he was particularly interested in. Um, his planets more relate to the infernal planets, to the celestial planets, um, to Gideon Prime. But what he does have is it makes a couple of facts quite clear. One, Genas is firmly loyal to the Valkyrian Empire, um, but it only in yeah like recent recent centuries. Um, Judging by the notes that Bim has, you think that when Vorton Sar came to Erois, when it was swapped with Jasavir, uh, the Valkyrian Empire wasn't in control of Ganas at the time, um, but it has recently, since then, become heavily under the sway of it. Um, Jasavir is not really referenced, but there is rumors uh, Bim has notes that report on a the arrival of elves from another world, uh, these were quickly assimilated into Ganas culture, but then when the Valkyrian Empire came, they were all taken away, um, and the city oh. has basically been um, refurbished and turned into a new like habitat for Ganassi. Um, but the elves of Jasavir were taken away, it seems, um, judging by Bim's notes. Um, huh. It's primarily well, yeah. a military planet, Ganas, um, Ganassi, a lot of Ganassi become pilots and a lot of them become foot soldiers. Um, Air Ganassi are known for being quite exceptional pilots. Um, they <laughs> tend to be the pilots of a lot of spacecraft um, and astral ships. Uh, Earth and Fire Ganassi tend to be more like foot troopers, both ranged and, and up close. Um, and Water Ganassi tend to be quite uh, good as engineers. Um, there tends to be like a kind of mix of all of these different things. Uh, built in um, but yeah that's kind of the summary notes without me writing up tons and tons yeah. of stuff um, but there's definitely some information there um, that you would be of use to Nova um, and looking through it as another as another scholar you're pretty sure you could use any any of BIM's navigational maps you can now act as a navigator with them like you could use these to help Balia navigate and everything else um, if need be plot new courses uh, cool Uh, it's probably on the third night um, actually it'd be on the third morning Thalia calls all of you to the lounge um, kind of wants to address everybody um, Big Cat has been extremely lethargic ever since Bim's death uh, he tends to just sleep and look sad all the time and he just kind of Aww. mopes around um, and like swats at things on the floor like he finds like discarded food and just like knocks it around and then it watches it and it doesn't move afterwards and then he gets sad and then pads away and goes and lays down somewhere um 
<laughs> Stop it, Chris Trot. I can see you. I see you there. <laughs> I knew that this was going to happen. He was, I, had- I knew he was working on something. I knew it. Um... <laughs> it wasn't even him. It was Yules. Oh, it was Yules who sent it to him, was it? Nice. A little nice floating Yules. imp animation. There Love goes. it. <laughs> Don't, oh, you're going to set Rhiannon off him. again. <laughs> Rip in peace. Rip in peace. Rest in peace in peace. Um, Thank you, Chris Yules. But yeah. Uh, yeah, big cat. Big cat seems sad. He doesn't have his. Uh, he doesn't have his thing to bully around anymore. So he's kind of taken to like knocking over stuff and being destructive in other ways. Um, but Thalia calls you all uh, in um, and addresses a lot of you. You mentioned that you needed these schematics for one of Callus's ships. Uh, I mentioned to you that I had a, a contact that I could reach out to. They've agreed to a meeting. Uh, I can. It will take us about a day to arrive. Uh, Zax is willing to discuss the matter with you at a, a, an old mining facility uh, that was abandoned several years ago. Mm. I'm assuming, oh. assuming that you all wish to go ahead with meeting him. Yes. Where would we Absolutely. need to go? It's not too far. It's not too far from... Um, it's it's a few hours' travel. We'll need to come out of the sticks. There's a breach point near Arcadia. We'll come out of the sticks, uh, and then it's a short journey uh, to an old asteroid field. They were using it to mine uh, materials, but there's a facility there. It was long abandoned. Smugglers use it from time to time as a drop zone, as a drop point for delivering illicit goods and things like that. Uh, Zax will be there. He has his own ships, um... I, I suspect he will have a few guards with him. Uh, he's a paranoid creature. Or they are a paranoid creature, I should say. A creature like Zaxravis doesn't really have gender. Um, they're beyond that, in a sense. Just keep in mind that Zax is a criminal. Zax is paranoid, and he's not going to just do this because I owe him a favor. He'll meet with you, and my hope is that he'll agree to listen to you and he'll cut you a good deal but he's they are going to they are going to want something in return uh, I don't know what that will be for you to negotiate but I can make the contact happen thank you guess we'll make our preparations <laughs> prepare for the worst yes it won't it, it won't take us long we should we should arrive by tomorrow uh, tomorrow morning or in a few hours, 24 hours or so. Uh, and what will you do in that So if there's time? any preparations? Oh, well, I mean, I'll come with you if you want. I'll need to introduce you to Zax Ravis anyway. It's only the polite thing to do. The whole uh, crew? No, probably just me and Big Cat. Uh, I'll leave Kyrie here on the ship to protect it, just in case. Uh, Very well. Yeah. I think Ayla will be trying um, to trying to. By the way, when Big Cat's sad, Ayla will be trying to gradually become friends again with Big Cat. Sure, make an animal handling check. Oh no! Oh no! I don't think you're as bad at these as other things. Oh, thirteen. Staring there. Thirteen. So you get the impression that what Big Cat misses the most is something to pick on. Um. Like, he just wants to fight stuff. He wants something that he can just, like, push around and play with. Like, you don't get the sense that he was, like, actually trying to bully, but he wants something that he can 
play with uh, in the same way that he would play with Bim. Um, hey, Lucius. Uh, and you can come over here for a minute. Yeah, you can pull Lucius over. Hello, yes. Do you want to play with Big Cat? Uh, a um, look at Big Cat. Just, just little. No? It's Mark kind of like, there. Oh, he's there. Right, he's I'm there. back. My PC did a really weird thing where I couldn't see any of my windows oh, okay. anymore. No, you um, never left for us. Uh, yeah, weird. You never leave um, us. I'm having some weird problems. Um, Big Cat looks at Lucius. Um, uh, I don't with... think he would be that interested in Big Cat. I don't think oh, Big Cat wouldn't be interested in Lucius. Maybe like he's, yeah. he pads at some of the things on his jacket. Like the little dangly jewels and things. He's like, uh, big pause. <laughs> Careful. Uh, he just slinks I, off. I don't goes, think Big Cat just... likes me very much. Mm. Maybe Quill. Need a new friend. Need a new friend Quill's... for Big Cat. Quill. <laughs> no. Well, you're saying? Think about this very carefully. He's a big cat, and I'm a tiny bird in comparison. Think about it. He does look at. He is looking at Quill more than he's looking at Lucius, because Lucius isn't. Lucius has a bit of like you know he's tall and he's got a decent build to him. He's stronger than a person. He's he's got like a 13 strength, but Quill. Oh yeah, Quill. Quill and Nova <laughs> look like Quill and Nova look like the kind of things that Pit Cat can can push around. Um, so how sad does like Pit Cat look? Cat. <laughs> I mean, like, like when you own cats, Tom, do you ever look at your cats and think, oh, they look really sad? Um, I mean, so that then, okay. Yeah. 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 So he looks I mean, like a sad I'm on, like, cat. Yeah, I'm on, like, the opposite side of the room when they're talking about me, so I kind of, like, really slowly, like, lift up my wings so there's a lot of feathers kind of on display <laughs> and kind of, like, give them a little, a little, a little twinkle. It's like a... <laughs> to see okay, what he does. You do the little. If you do the movement, okay. you see him kind of get really low to the ground, Uh-oh. and he starts oh. to get a bit closer. I can't. Not too quickly, please. Raise it. Raise my wing up a little higher, and then just kind of do it again. Are you, are you sat down or standing up? I'm sta- I'm like in the corner of the room. <laughs> just gets a bit closer. Nudges a bit closer, looks up. See his body sink down. <laughs> oh, I don't know. His butt goes high. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, and I just, like, try and run for the door. <laughs> and it, he's waiting for you to run, and as soon as you start running, he runs ah! up into a sprint and just knocks you down. He's, he was waiting for you to dead. run. I'm <laughs> Nah, he doesn't kill you, but he, like, knocks you down and then, like, pushes you around. Oh. And you just hear, like, Ow! <laughs> Ow! He burps in your face. Just lie still. Just like cocoon. Lie still. Just let him let him bat bat you around a little bit. It's fine. Fetal position. Fetal position. (laughs) I mean, I I don't hear that. I'm like trying to gust him off me. (laughs) The more you struggle, the more he is like just like puts a paw on your arm, pins you to the floor, like like burps in your face, like knocks you around. This is so like Mario. Oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> he's a big cat he's a big cat um, but yeah Thalia kind of watches this see a little smirk in Thalia in the corner of her mouth as she sees big cat playing around um, Kyrie's probably, probably watching from a little perch and she's kind of like snickering to herself um, there's a bit more mirth a bit more mirth in the room 
watching Quill get beaten yeah. up by Big Cat. <laughs> Everyone's having fun. It's all Look fun. At <laughs> Look at it's the stupid bird. Ha ha ha. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> Good day we're having. Yeah. Still um, frame, yeah, free frame. Credits. Starly turns around it's like, well, <laughs> I shall leave you all to it. Um, yes, just get what you need. Uh, do you think of something that you can offer Zax as payment? Um, whatever you have. Uh, he'll want something. Have a think. Mm. Mm. Something quite big, I imagine. And powerful. <sighs> knowing, knowing him, knowing them, they will... They will want either some sort of favor in return or something they can sell, something that's going to make them more powerful. He's not too dissimilar to myself. They are not too dissimilar to myself, I must say. Those of us out here who are not on good terms with the Empire, we're always looking for something that can give us an edge. Right. Think on that. Uh, we'll be there in a few. It will be there in around a day or so. So, and then she just makes her way back to the cockpit. She probably turns around. And is like, Big Cat, do leave our passenger alone for at least a little while. And you hear Big Cat like, "Wow!" And then he pads after her and follows her into the cockpit. Cockpit. Like licking my face, I guess. Ugh. Yeah, he's like, Ugh. Ugh. big one, big <laughs> lick. Oh, <laughs> um, his breath stinks. The Big Cat's breath stinks. Yeah, he's a cat. Mm. Do we have a gem worth 50 gold? Do you have Uh, a gem worth 50 gold? That's a great question. Do you? I've got a chest worth 100 gold. (laughs) Um, Mm. I've got gems all over me, but whether they have value or not... (laughs) No. Okay. Unless it says enough value. Okay. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, okay, that would be any, a component anything? for a spell. Okay. Anything else? Anything from anything else? I think I'd request a group gathering to kind of collect ourselves post-battle and travel, just get our heads straight and what the plan is. Um, so I basically say that to the team. Sure. What, what, are we, what are we planning on doing? And how are we preparing for bargaining haggling who's going to do that um hmm well we didn't even have anything for Thalia (laughs) and now we're going to a criminal who is able to gather expensive Mm. materials stolen materials like like this he's gonna want something good um and I don't like the idea of a favor because that becomes open-ended and flexible rather than an object, you know? Um, people have a way with words and twisting them. <laughs> I mean, we, so, we are getting three wishes from this thing that Dahlia wants us to do with that we're demon. we two. Two wishes. If well, she's getting one, one we're getting her. two. We don't even know what that entails. That could be something far too dangerous or risky for us to achieve. So we shouldn't hedge our bets on on that either. But it's it's something. If if he really wants something wildly expensive or something like that, that is something we are going to achieve. Yeah, we want two wishes, but also we want the schematics. Um, 
Gibbon definitely agrees with that. It's a big deal. Yeah, I I don't agree with that because we could use the two wishes to really, really make a difference. You know? We could wish for... Give it to a criminal. (laughs) I wish for some outfits and some schematics. Now, I do have a sequester scroll. You do. That is valuable. I have Gadwin's hammer. I have a trident. (laughs) I don't want to give up. So we have some things to give away. We do. Uh, We could start with our lowest value items and see and bring in others as the haggling I've got a lightning cable launcher. Right. Well, Uh, uh, we have that. That's good. Okay. We could put it in this. Uh, we could put it in this pretty chest from the the the, the from the wine the wine place the wine. Oh wow, that was only like a few days ago. Woo! Um, really wants. Yeah. Really wants. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Well, they they might like the the novelty of an erosian wine, but I don't know how much value they put on it. We could try. We shouldn't call it. We shouldn't call it Erois. We should call it the Lost Planet. The magic. Yeah. It's got an air of mystery, mystery to it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, like the it. lost planet. That's Artifacts nice. from the lost planet. Mm. How do we That's prove good. that? I like it. Um, Can't find it anywhere else? Well, that's Slap a, a label on some wine you can ponder. Mm. Aren't uh, Aracocra yeah, only like on a road? Guys... Uh, you know? Because we were created by Hester. I have a bird man. Oh, maybe. There you go. Someone else to beat me around. Cool. <laughs> Keep your big cats uh, occupied. You yeah. guys can continue having these conversations throughout the day, um, unless there's anything else you would like to do or achieve. Uh, we can just skip ahead. I think we're good. All good. Cool. I think the only thing is at night, um, a few of you here something so <clears throat> late at night um, those of you who are who probably don't need to sleep as much so I think Quill and Nova you need to sleep normal amounts right but uh, Lucius, Ayla mm-hmm. and Sentry only all need about half as much rest um, I need all three of you guys you begin to hear coming from inside the ship somewhere a beautiful melody a song that is ethereally captivating and I need the three of you to make a wisdom saving throw Uh, the two elves have advantage because it's a charm effect so you have advantage on the saving throw 18 total for me (laughs) Aura. 18 so Nine. Wow. Oh yeah, and a plus three for everybody Nine. else. 19. A plus three for everybody else. 12. So what'd you get? 12. So all of you managed to resist this pull, this this luring. Um, the You can tell that the song, you're not sure if it's intentional or not, but you almost feel yourselves wanting to follow where the song is coming from. Like You can feel yourselves like standing up, like being pulled towards the source of it. You feel like something tugging you towards the lounge, but you manage to stop yourselves from acting involuntarily. You manage to keep hold of your own willpower 
um, as this beautiful, like a, like a, more like almost like a, like a hymn, like this very choral singing voice, this, this harmonious light female voice just kind of echoes through the halls of the ship. Um, um, I, I'm not messaging yet because I'll wake up the other two, but if we're all in the corridor being lured out, I see. No, you're not, you're not being led out, no, because you pass oh. the safe. You're not being pulled away yet. But you feel that that's the effect is trying to, you know, call you towards the source of it. Um, but you resist. Oh, I might go snoop. I might go snoop on it quietly. Sure. And see if I can recognize it, if it's the uh, Shansara. Is it it's not. It's not that kind of preppy, bouncy music. This is like a, like something you might hear in a church or like something before a battle. It sounds almost like a, a hymn or a prayer almost. Um, what does Sentry and Ayla do? I'm probably going to go out as well um, and try and see if I can find what it is. Same. Same. So the three of you make your way out. Um, following the source of it, you are led out into the lounge. Um, you can see that Thalia is in the cockpit, but she appears to have um, like very large earmuffs over her ears, and the snakes are kind of awkwardly kind of split, you know, kind of wrapped around this he- this thing around her head, um, and doesn't seem to be paying any attention to it. Um, but the song's coming from Kyrie's turret, like you can hear it echoing down and through um, as this incredibly beautiful, alluring song is. Uh, drifting through the ship ah you all heard it too we need to be very yeah. quiet because if she hears us or sees us listening she's going to get very embarrassed oh I, I, if she doesn't want to be disturbed then I'll, I'll go back I'll, I'll I'll let her sing in peace if that's what she wants to do did you feel oh, something oh yeah yeah is, is that her or is she playing music? Because I've seen that she's got music that she likes. It sounds live. It, it, it doesn't sound recorded. It doesn't okay. sound like this is created by magic. This sounds like a physical voice singing that is filling the, the ship and echoing down the long metal corridors and things like that. Um, and it, it stops after, after a little while. You know, you kind of listen to it for a moment. Um, a few minutes pass. Um, and then just one long, beautiful note kind of echoes and then just fades away. Um, and then you hear like some muttering coming from the turret, um, some shuffling around. That's it. Beautiful. Uh, but I don't think she'd appreciate us hearing it. <laughs> as much as I'd like to give a round of applause right now. She probably wouldn't like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I think she'd do you think she's aware of the... the- you know, effect that it has. It looks like Sari is aware, at least. Look at the size yeah. of those headphones. Yeah, they're like little yeah. muff. Little earmuffs. I might go. Um, I might go up to the cockpit and just tap sure. Alia on the shoulder. Uh, yeah, she kind of like looks up. Oh pulls them off well you see she kind of hesitates for a moment looks at you and then is like ah okay and then she takes these little earmuffs off wraps them around her neck uh she looks and she's just like i should have thought of course yourself and master lucius are elves 
I had not realized that elves of Erois had the same tendencies to not sleep as my old kind did as well. Uh, forgive me. I forgot to warn you about Kyrie's song. Uh, you weren't affected by it, were you? You weren't drawn uh, out no, of it? No, I... No. No, we're we're fine. It, it affects Sentry too, by the way. She doesn't she doesn't sleep, um, as much I either. Will... But I mean, it's fine. We just um, got any um spare earmuffs that you know we could maybe. I don't. Have. I these I had to have these custom made for myself once I became aware of the effect of the song. Obviously, um. I will ask. I will just ask her not to sing. Normally, I I ask her to only sing to herself when it's everyone else is asleep. She tends to stay up a bit later than most uh, because most of my passengers are sound asleep by now, so uh, the song doesn't affect them. So I had not thought that yourselves and Sentry obviously would not be affected. She only does it rarely, but I'll, I'll ask her simply to uh, hold off until you've made your your way to your your world till your, till your home. Um, it's what is the effect of the song just just curious if it, it obviously didn't uh, affect us but if it it's did... not too dangerous uh, her people back on Lunaria anyway I know that there are some harpies that live on Archon but on Lunaria they are primitive people still they live out in the tall trees and the mountains and their songs are used to lure the unwary into ambushes. Uh, they are used to lure people uh, to unfortunate ends. Or sometimes in battles, uh, groups of harpies form choirs. Um, these battle choirs distract and disrupt enemy forces. Um, whole inf- infantry men will wander off, off away from their objective, uh, pulled away by the harpy's song. Um, Obviously, you can tell it's incredibly beautiful. It's, she has a wonderful voice. I'm loath to stop her singing. Uh, she does find it quite peaceful and relaxing to do. She loves music, uh, Kyrie. One of the few things that she can enjoy without fear of judgment or fear of um, embarrassment. Uh, but, yes, it, all it would simply do is draw you to her, uh, leave you in something of a stupor-like state, just listening to it. Not paralyzed, but just enamored by the song, is all. Well, maybe we could uh, work out a system of us saying, hey, we're gonna sleep now, but we need a little bit less time, and then she doesn't need to eliminate it entirely. It would just, it would be a shame to deny her well as long as you're comfortable with that Uh, obviously I want you all to be comfortable and at peace aboard the ship so whatever works for you I'll speak to the gang we'll come up with a system it's fine but good to know cool good to know she just kind of nods and the little snakes kind of hiss and then she's just like well you should go back and rest Night. Um, I'll go back and tell that to Lucius and Sentry and see if we can work out a way to for when we are asleep she can 
sing. For the for the smaller amount of time she can sing. Frankly, I don't mind if I'm lured. Um, I think it would bringing attention to it might um, cause her to stop entirely, knowing that we've heard it already. Yeah, she finally said it was harmless, right? Mostly. Mostly. It's harmless, but also I don't think that. I, I, I don't know. It, it would be good to keep our wits about us if there's another battle that we need to come into and get ready for. It just might might delay us a little bit. It might. I but guess I'm it's sure fine. She would stop singing if there was a fight. Maybe it could be of use. We could lure all the enemies to us, enamored by her voice. And uh, stop them all fighting us. That could be useful. Put her on an amplifier of some kind. I'm sounding like Nova, all these techie words. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He's been, Lucius has been listening and picked up a few things. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to replace Bim. Am I right? Anyway, wow. I'm going to go back to <laughs> that. <laughs> cool. Yeah, the the rest of the evening passes uneventfully. The next few days pass uneventfully. The ship, eventually, the twin star longbow um, is pulled out of the sticks. The green cylinder-like vortex that has been around you for the last three days, uh, a crack appears in it, and Thalia basically dives the ship directly into that crack. And there's a horrid moment where you see this rushing green wall of these shadowy figures all seemingly screaming and being stretched thin loom closer and closer and the ship begins touching it but then it is sucked and pulled through this tiny crack in the the demiplane and you emerge back out into the purple blue hazy fog that is the astral sea itself a couple of hours go by as the ship draws closer and closer to a long string like a long, jagged scar of broken rock and asteroids. And Thalia deftly maneuvers in between them and brings you to a stop uh, outside a particularly large-looking asteroid. Enormous in size. It could easily house um, perhaps a small town inside of it if you kind of hollowed it out. One section has been cut away, leaving a very obvious shelf um, that seems to extend out and you can see there are the makeshift signs of stone buildings, metal devices uh, that have been stuck into the rock itself that seem to project some sort of field around the asteroid. Um, Thalia brings the ship and lands it uh, next to a almost pier-like structure made out of carved rock from the asteroid itself a long bridge of stone juts out from the side um Thalia brings the ship alongside it and fires uh long wire pitons that anchor themselves into the edges of the asteroid um and hold it in place um as she begins lowering the disembarked uh, the the ramp that leads down uh she picks up her holsters for her arcane pistols and her spell shots um, she whistles, big cat kind of pads up next to her. Ah, uh, well, this is the rendezvous place. Uh, this is the uh, mining facility. Um, Zax should meet us out 
out there. Um, and you can see that uh, three figures are beginning to make their way out of a large stone building and are standing out in the open. It's quite dark, but there are these glowing spheres of metal and crystal that emanate like a large uh, sphere of light around. Um, you can't see them super well, but at the distance, one appears to be tall and thin with a very elongated head um, of a kind of greenish tinge, wears very vibrant, outrageous clothing, a big long cape behind them, um, almost looking a bit like Lando from Star Wars with a kind of like tunic, but then this long cape rolling behind him, uh, behind them. Alongside the cr- that creature on either side are two suits of armor that appear to just walk on their own. They don't appear to have anybody inside them. Kim's favorite. So this is like a, a it's it's like standing on an asteroid, but there's a bubble of air. Like a, like I guess a imagine sky like city. Imagine somebody had carved. With. Imagine you had like a big round uh, asteroid, and then somebody carved like a big chunk out of a corner of it, like a big cheese right. wedge, um, yeah. which has left like a, a, a flat shelf and then the rest of it becomes asteroid. And you can see that there are dozens of like little shelves and little tunnels all amongst this whole asteroid. Um, you can see yeah. mining equipment scattered all over the place, big drills that have long since been abandoned. Um, but like outside of the space, bubble, this is just space open space. to space. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Arcadia? No, it's too far away. Uh, you can probably see okay. it in the distance, like a like a glowing green orb in the far, far, far distance. Okay. Where are we close Ooh. to right now? Okay. Um, Arcadia. Uh, well, Arcadia. Yeah. Yeah. That's the closest to a planet with two. Or yeah. plane, should I say? Yeah. Where's the plane ship? it. I had the chip on. Um, but yeah. So uh, it. I mean, and that is hours and hours and hours of travel away um but yeah, yeah. You, there is this little uh, thing <clears throat> and in fact i will show you guys before we go on break uh, oh we've got like, oh. oh look how big so big cat is. i think i've got i oh think God. i've got all the dynamic lighting set up <laughs> you should be able to see uh everything that you need to lucius will obviously see what he can see um and then the rest of you should be able to see what you guys can see um, cool. Okay. Nice. Yes, yes. So the, the lighting is working. Um, so cool. just on a dock, uh, except so yeah. that's not the ocean. That's space. That's just space. Yeah, basically, yes. Space. It's just astral space. It's just astral space cool. that looms out. The asteroid floats and rotates, but the ship is anchored by these like wire pitons. Um, and yeah, it seems to roll and rotate with it. But you also get a sense that there is gravity out there. Uh, Thalia leads the way. Uh, she's just like, right, follow me. Let me do introductions, and then I'll leave you to negotiating. I'm assuming that's Zax Ravos, right? That is Zax Ravos, yes. Not Zax. Uh, I how, call him Zax. How, how, how ready for a fight should, should, we, should, we, should we be? Medium ready? Red ready? But not ready? Um... We long My rested, dear right? sweet Nova, to interrupt. <laughs> you did. You've definitely. You've all had lo- multiple long rests. You've had like cool, three cool, days cool, of yeah, long cool. rests. So you're all good. Uh, Thalia looks back. At you, oh, my sweet little Nova, uh, out here in astral space, always be ready for a fight. Zach owes okay. me a favor. 
I've worked with him multiple times. I don't trust him. I never trust him. I don't trust anyone. Wow. I trust you. And she kind of like puts a hand on the side of like your face. And it's just like, you shouldn't, my dear. At the end of the day, I am still a smuggler and a criminal myself. And she turns and kind of smiles and winks. Um, and then begins leading, leading you guys to this meeting. Okay. Criminal meeting. We can do this. I'm very nervous seeing just empty space around us. Okay, so Thalia moves over along with Big Cat. um, And she just kind of ushers for you all to follow. She like kind of gestures. You can see all sorts of open crates. You can see these weird generators, uh, these glowing lanterns and things like that. Um, but the rest of it is just this rocky, rough ground terrain. And then you can see what appears to be some sort of structure that's been built into the uh, parts of the asteroid itself. The creature uh, known as Zax Ravis is... I wonder if I still have a thing I can show you. I don't think I do. Because I think I deleted it like a dingus. I did. Um, the best way to describe him would be to say uh you know how you see aliens in sci-fi shows like gray aliens big elongated head big just eyes no mouth yeah a green skinned quite well musculated um like quite well built version of them no mouth but these glowing yellow orbs for eyes a big elongated uh cranium head He's wearing a long golden tunic with a big cape behind them, um, tall boots made with black leather and little crystals and studs. Um, you can see a, a, a very intricate kind of belt, very much like Thalia's, made of some sort of strange material and metal clasps. Uh, the rest of you, you can see that he has some sort of like scabbard with um, a very fancy looking black crystal hilted sword. Um, and it kind of looks at you with its head cocked in different directions. Nova, mm-hmm. as you draw closer, as soon as the ship opens and you draw closer, there's two things. One, you begin to feel pulse oh. coming from Tiangong. The second is as you draw closer to Zax Ravas, it is unmistakable that the sword in his scabbard is a piece of Tiangong. You oh, can shit. see the telltale blue and black crystal. Um, oh boy. Out here. Wow. Well, the, well this is a conundrum. <laughs> yeah. It's a conundrum, isn't it? Now we have the to make a double deal. Zax Ravas uh gestures it kind of makes a very formal looking bow and in your minds all of you here he doesn't speak there's no or they don't speak there's no mouth but you hear a voice in your minds ah it is most pleasing to be seeing you once more dear Thalia much time has passed between our last coming together I am disappointed you have not spoken with the, with us before now. We have missed your company. Uh, and you can see no smile, but there is uh, the eyes seem to sparkle and, and shimmer. Uh, 
Thalia kind of rolls her eyes. Yes, yes, Zax, let's get over with the pleasantries, shall we? You still owe me for the last job. I have some clients that are in need of your services. You're going to help them, and you're going to do it at a good price, and we'll call ourselves How about that? I don't want any of your false pretenses. I know what a cold killer you are. Ah, we are most deeply wounded by these statements you are to be making, Thalia. We are but a businessman. And business is ruthless. Welcome, strangers. I am the creature Zax Ravens, most humble and worthwhile businessman. Your language is difficult on occasion, so please to be forgiving of my strange speaking. Though perhaps speaking is not the correct terminology for my communications to you. Hello, <laughs> it's good to meet you. Uh, I'm Lucius, and everybody else. Introduce yourselves. Uh, oh, I am Quill. Hopefully, this form of communication works for you, Zax Ravos. Yes, I am. To be understanding no. <laughs> your speaking words even if this one cannot replicate them itself. This one is to be understanding, yes. This, this one, okay. Mm. Zax Ravas. Sorry. <laughs> no, go on, go on, no, go, 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 go. Say, hi, I'm Sentry. Nice, nice to meet you. This one is most honoured. A guardian. Such Beings believed lost. Remarkable. Much price would you fetch in many collectors? <laughs> yeah, how about no? No, thank you. Sentry belongs <laughs> in a museum. A disappointment. Many credits. But there is other business. We are to be negotiating you have a need for this one for Zach's Ravas what need can I fulfill um, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything but can I um, can I connect with Tiangong and just staring at Zax's sword, can I mm. test like what it would feel like if I try and pull it? Not not enough that they would sense sure. it, but just that I could see that there's a movement. Sure. Let's uh, let's make an Arcana check uh, just to see how you know this requires deep Ooh. meditation and concentration. Um, this requires an inner, innate sense of hey, maybe not an Arcana check actually. Before you roll, um, no. just do a charisma. Sorry, do a charisma roll. So d20 plus your charisma Chris modifier. Because this is more about your innate power rather than your knowledge of magic. 17 See, in total. better. 
So here's here's the kicker, Nova, and you're going to know this, and then it's up to you to communicate it and everything else. You can Tiangong is sensing that there is a shard of Tiangong here, but it's not where this figure is standing. You can see the outline of it, you can see the shape of it, but that isn't. But the sense of where the Tiangong shard is is much deeper, maybe on the other side of this asteroid. Um, it's it's here. That's why you didn't notice until you stepped out onto the thing. Like it's on this asteroid, but not right where it should be. Uh, okay. So the Zaxravis looks at the rest of you and is like, what am I to be assisting? What is this one to be assisting with? Please, inform me of your desire. And it looks to everyone else. I'll look at Quill. <laughs> Fuck, right. Um, oh, Hesper. <laughs> Ah, uh, Hesper. Uh, flick through <laughs> notes. Uh, Hesper, Hesper. Um, Zax Ravos, um, we require... Well, we would negotiate, if you have in your possession, schematics to the Tassadar. Ah. Very complex. Very difficult. Powerful ship. Much, much, much price to be asking. But possible, yes. This one has such things. What negotiation do you offer? What repayment can you provide? Thalia, good Captain Thalia's favour, only worth so much. You see Thalia. Do you consider yourself. Do you consider yourself to be an enemy of the Valkyrian Empire? <laughs> the laugh isn't a laugh. It's somebody telling you, ha, 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 ha. Uh, we are all... We are all both enemies and potential allies of the Empire. The Empire wishes much to control, to dominate, but business opportunities, plenty information valuable possessions and magical trinkets maybe can be found on the task greatly valued perhaps but immediate payment required no promises then doesn't sound like a negotiation to me I can provide immediately what you seek. My payment must be equally immediate. Come. And then he turns and begins gesturing uh, to head back, like, with his things. Discuss inside. Safer. Hmm. Okay. Lucius is making his way back to the ship. (laughs) (laughs) I guess as we start walking, can I messenger ring the gang? Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) <laughs> ha 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 and just say ha 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 um and can I uh I, I, I think Nova would just be like Tiangong he, he shard they they shard they he Tiangong someone's oh, doing Nova manages to get out are you okay Nova? okay their sword 
but but it's not here. It's it's not. Is is this an illusion? Is this is is that this sucks? Your ring's breaking up, oh. Nova. Come see now. Business. Yeah. Who mm. talks in our minds? Who talks in our minds? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wondered that as Kim, but as Nova. No fair. <laughs> yeah. he, he might have. He might have heard it. Um, yeah. Okay, well, we can, yeah, we can head inside and talk. I mean, what's it going to be? More armored guards? Uh, just guns pointing at us straight away? Probably. Uh, before well. we get too separated, can I give, can I give everybody a quick, a quick blessing? Oh. A real, real quick uh, yeah. bless. Um, so, yeah, you watch as Sentry begins focusing her energy of her matrix and begins generating this spell. And I think that as you begin doing that, Sentry, you cast Bless... But that's the point where the Zaxaravis turns around and is just like, ah, discovered perhaps, making preparations. I'll, I'll say no. F- forgive me. Um, we've we we've had many difficult journeys, and many many of our friends have fallen along the way. Just a precaution. Of course. Sure. <laughs> We're boned. <laughs> yeah, I guess we follow him then. As you move forward, uh, you see that there are more figures waiting inside. Um, you see uh, a couple of shadowy... I don't know who exactly can see them. I imagine Quill, Sentry, and Nova can't see them. Um, but uh, Lucius... Are you moving up, Lucius, or are you I remaining am, yeah. where you are? Okay. He's lurking. So um, <laughs> Lucius and Ayla may just start to see uh, the very edges. Oh, maybe not. Um, but yeah, he begins leading you inside. Uh, and as he reaches the doorways, uh, the two kind of armored figures stand on either side. Uh, Zax turns to you all. And I'm trying to think. This is where I should have done some preparation. Activates his trap card. Order you can prepare six. in the break if you wish. Yeah, let's do that. Give me a second to think about something. So yeah, let's take a break okay. while I have a think about it. We go into, we go into a room, we see some guards, and he does something. But this sketchy criminal, he's about to A, you can vote for it in the break. A, screw us over. B, be totally chill and give us what we need. Or C, we somehow find a way to screw him over. <laughs> or option D, yeah. asteroid blows up. Mm. Vote in the break. <laughs> 